0: What's going on, y'all? Ladies and gentlemen, episode 16 of the Acromus Podcast. I am JH Gibbons and I am Will C and welcome. Man, it's been another busy week. Um, I don't know how you guys are doing out there, but man, this was a week week, man. It was uh it was filled with a lot of things. Um, you know, one thing that I could say. Um, is this is this cryptocurrency, man? So, you guys, if you if you watched episode three or four, whenever we started actually talking about crypto, I think well, I think actually at that time we were talking about the GameStop stock and when all that craziness was happening, and how how crazy the numbers were going, the crazy returns people were getting, but then at the same time the crazy amount of money people were losing um and at that time i mentioned dogecoin this is when it was it wasn't that it was new but nobody was really getting into it and then you know all of a sudden as you can see now in our in our in our society it's something that's like booming and a lot of people are in it it could be closing in on a dollar pretty soon so if you if you got in when it was maybe a quarter of a penny and you held uh regard you know depending on how much you put in you held and now where you're at, you know, I think we're at 70, 70 71 cents right now. Um, you would have made a lot of money on your returns. I'm not a financial advisor, but I would say that if you watched, if you watched um, Elon Musk on Saturday, on Saturday Night Live, um, you would have heard some things from him. Maybe, maybe, you know, it's, it's, I would say to hold a little bit longer, but I, I do believe that there will be a great time to sell that's going to be coming. There's going to be a dip that's going to come soon. You can hold, you can sell, you can do whatever. Um, but if you want to buy in, if you're new to crypto and it's something you want to get into, number one, don't, please don't use your savings. Don't use your, your life savings. Don't use your 401k. Don't use any of your retirement money to jump into this because it is not that stable yet. But what I would say is if there's anything that I can tell you it's it's keep a watchful eye on doge always buy the dip don't buy when it's high cuz you're going to you're losing out on an opportunity you're losing some of the money that you could make when you bought the dip so just stay vigilant stay on top of it again went from 0.02 when i first got in to now 75 cents so that's an incredible gain um is it long term i don't know dude nobody really knows really right now it's still early but you could see that Dogecoin is starting to be used by different companies, whether it's the Oakland um, the Oakland A's, uh, I think the Dallas Mavericks are now into it. Um, I think even KFC in Canada, I want to say, is accepting it. So again, it's starting to grow, but you know, just keep a sound mind when you're doing this. It's still some type of investment that could yield a, a massive return for you, but just with any strategy you're doing, make sure you understand what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have too much to add to that. I mean, you're more of the expert of it yeah. than me. I mean, I'll
1: be coming to you myself. So yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, by the way, you know, my friend, my friend E. Um, I texted him today because I went over his house. He he kidnapped me for a morning and was like, dude, I need you to sit down with me and, and help me get started. And I was like, "Bet, let's do it. So um I, I texted him this morning and made sure, dude, did you hold since we talked about this? And I haven't heard anything back, but I know if he's checking his account, he's like, oh, baby, 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 let's go. So, um, yes, the (laughs) cheddar, the cheddar, man. And, you know, the one thing about crypto that I've seen is that a lot of people that have been buying it have been, you know, the, the ones that have bought in and then sold a massive amount, they've been using their money for some really, really great things, right? There's some people who have been paying off their car notes, paying off their mortgages, paying off their student loans. There have been some that have been helping their family members, whether it's with, you know, hospital bills or a surgery that's needed um, or giving back to shelters. Like it's been the community for the most part is, is full of really, really, really great people who want to get a come up in life to help others. And I, I, I'm like, there's no reason why I don't want to be part of a community like that. Um, So, you know, I think, I think for sure with the millennials and the gen Gen X is, I think that's the next one, but yeah. they w- w- the way that we're pushing um, I think crypto is going to be around for a while. Um, I think it is a, you know, a future option. I don't know if it'll replace the Fiat through, you know, all the way around, but it's definitely an option that people are going to continue to use and it's just going to continue to grow. So I'm excited. I'm excited to teach you more about it yeah, I'm ready, um, man. You know, guys out there. I know we, we are, we, of course, we stay in a specific wheelhouse, but if there's any questions that you may have on it, you know, feel free to DM. I'm not gonna give you advice, but I'll answer any questions based on my own experience with, with investing. Um, but yeah, man, it's been, it's been quite the week. You know, I, um, I, I actually got my, well, I, I got my first shot, right? Um, got my first coach shot and it, I'm not gonna lie it was, it was Moderna. It was a little rough. It was a little rough. Now I have, I I do know that some people had it rougher or, you know, not as rough as others, but, um, you know, it it really did wash out a good weekend for me. Um, but you know, now knock on, this isn't wood, but I'm going to knock on it anyway. I'm feeling better. I can breathe. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm able to move around. I don't have the chills. Um, I don't have a headache. I don't have any of that, but Mr. We'll see here, he got his second shot. And from what I understand, the second is a little bit worse than the first. So we'll see. How are you feeling today? Um, I'm
1: feeling better than I felt in some days. But um, uh, in truth, I'm still reeling a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can hear it. See how much I love you guys? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Yeah. So with me today, um, oh, man. but um, so I had my second shot. I had the Pfizer, uh, version. Um, first shot wasn't too bad. Uh, you know, my arm ached. Arm ached for the first day, um, and then maybe like a couple of days afterwards, I started getting some symptoms where I started feeling like maybe I was getting something. But then it went away like right like overnight, and I was fine. Mm, okay. Um. I don't want to scare anyone, okay? I've had a lot of people who've known I've gotten the shot and know I haven't been feeling as well the last few days. Um, so I, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm just going. My body's just doing what it's supposed to do the way I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> in all fairness, prior to the morning of me getting the shot, I did run a 10K mm-hmm. run. So um, probably wasn't the best idea. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to affect me like it's effect- affected me. Uh, because when I took the shot that same day I think I took it on a Wednesday I was fine I was good uh, I didn't feel anything my arm didn't ache. nothing wow um, that evening by the time I got home I ate something you know I got situated and then um I went to I went to sleep mm. but I, I guess I passed out and didn't know it It was probably like six or seven I think
0: mm.
1: in the evening so it was still light outside I remember that much I doze off. Um, <laughs> I wake up like three ish to four in the morning. And I'm in absolute pain. Everything oh, hurts like I was picked up and tossed down a hill. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, it was just a bad thing that happened. And then I get I get out of the bed to go to the bathroom trying to get my thoughts together. Mm-hmm. It took a while to do that because both of my arms hurt and I just couldn't move my ribs, everything hurt. Um, and uh, I, I guess I hurt so bad I bit my lip like really bad. Yeah, I was it was bleeding. Wow. It was bleeding pretty
0: bad. And I thought somebody like beat me up. <laughs> oh, I was say, like, man. It the? seems like Mike Tyson just came into your room while you were asleep. was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to this guy's body or something. Yeah, nice. it's
1: like, like yeah, my my, my my ribs in particular felt like it was taken through the grinder, like like I did have a session with Rocky or something, just giving me some some good hook shots. <laughs> Um, so I was like, I look, and I guess it's because I was just in a lot of pain and I do suffer from a TMJ condition too. So it was, okay. I think a combination of a lot of things. And then my body was already worn out from the run in the morning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, since then, like, I think the next day work-wise, I just, I just was done. I couldn't function. So I probably slept about 20 plus hours, mm-hmm. uh, maybe only to get up to like, go to the restroom. Cause I didn't have my children with me at that point. So I just, that's it slept. Hmm. That was it. And then, um, the next day I just, uh, I, I worked through the day and pushed through, but I was still exhausted too. And, uh, I just, but, but, but the things that I had happened was, um, I had like a mild, like fever. It was never like severe. It's been mild the whole time just to share this with everyone. So mild fever that went away pretty quickly. Um, the only thing that's, that's lingered was fatigue, um, which happened the first shot I had fatigue for, for some weeks. So Had that happen um, where I was, I've been fatigued, um, had a slight headache on and off and just muscle soreness. Those are the main three things I've had that I've been dealing with. um, Whereas opposed to right now, it's just more of a soreness and fatigue. I don't really have a headache too much now. Um, It's just those two things. But I've also taken some precautions as well. Like um, uh, shout out to Lean Faith out there. She she, she had got me some uh, sea moss to take. Okay. And, uh, it's supposed to help, you know, increase our natural bodies, natural minerals. So I've been taking that in preparation for this shot. Nice. Uh, so I think that's helped a lot, to be honest with you. Nice. Um, so I've, I've taken a lot of that. And um, I, I got to take it once we're finished um, today. Um, but I've been taking that. I did get um, another good good um, person of mine. Pre- suggested that I get um, Tylenol Extra Strength because when she had it, mm-hmm. uh, That helped her through it. So, you know, shout out to you. You know who you are. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I'll talk to you about that later at some point. (laughs) Um, So just give credit where it's due. Those two things and a lot of Absolute Water has been my tools to kind of work through this process. So I'm thankful that I had people to kind of give me some suggestions ahead of time with that um what i probably recommend is if you know you get in the chat don't work out <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's uh you know i i, uh, I yeah i would I would, I would have to agree with that yes don't do it <laughs> so um, i would have to agree with that
1: i probably would be would have been better if i hadn't do, done that in my opinion my honest opinion but me being a an addict of that um i couldn't help myself even now even while i've been down i've been wanting to work out but uh, you know yeah. Jay here has convinced me that even today to give myself another day. So I'm going to hey, brother, give myself another day and then get better. Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been I, I've been in my for a minute. So let like, people hit me up like you. All
0: right? <laughs> bro, I had to do that. I was like, man, is he you good? yo? you got people calling me to make sure you all right, man. You <laughs> great. You good. OK.
1: OK, bro. That's I've a, been under, I've been in an igloo. I've been under, in a, under a cover.
0: I, I had a feel. I was like, yeah, he had that second shot. I know he's probably struggling right now. I'll give him some time to breathe, but then I see nothing. There was no <laughs> posting. There was no, I was like, Oh, Oh no. Let me, let yeah. me hit this guy up, man. So yeah, yeah look, I'm, I'm glad you're recovering. I'm Thank glad you're better man. I'm glad you're able to breathe. I'm glad um, at least the fever symptoms weren't, weren't that bad, but I know, um, I know you're, you feel a bit tired, maybe uh, yeah. the arms are sore, the body's a little bit sore. Um, and it's, you know, it's very, I think you would say that building your body back up is very important, right? I mean, you know, yeah. take care of yourself. Um, your nutrition's important, making sure you rest, making sure you, you get back to where you need to be so you can be stronger and you can achieve your goals. So, I can, I can definitely say that, yes, building your body is, is important. But something else that is also as important as building your body is building your network. And that is something that we want to discuss today. Um, this is something that I know a lot of people have probably already heard about in the past, but um, we wanted to really dive into things that you can't find on Google or, or Yahoo or whatever you guys use. Um, some people, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's something that a lot of people um, don't necessarily know how <coughs> to not just start, but to be able to maintain and, and, and then leverage that network that you have in order to achieve your own personal goals. Um, of course, the goals of the network will be fulfilled through your networking, but it is also important that you have a set of goals that you're looking to achieve in order to be able to, um, in order to be able to reach those goals, you have to understand the makeup of your network. Um, because the people that you hang around with, nine times out of ten, they're gonna they're gonna make up your own personality as well. So if you hang out with people who aren't really doing much, who are just you know lazing around, they don't really have any goals. they just they're just making it day by day. You'll find yourself doing the same thing they're doing. But if you have a network of high achievers, people who have a lot of money in the bank, people who are going somewhere or, or who have already achieved a, a status that you want to, to also mimic, then it's important that you build your, your network around that. So, you know, I think, I think to start off, we, we have to really understand what somebody's passion and their purpose is in life, to understand exactly how to develop your network. I think that when you're starting off and you're trying to identify your passion, you you really have to give it some thought as to say, okay, am I doing what I'm about to do strictly for monetary gain or for materialistic things? Or is this something that my heart desires to do for the remainder of my life? And such an existential question like that is, is really it's really tough to answer in one fell swoop. So I, I I don't advise that you do so, but it is something that you should think about. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. You know, when I first started, when I got into college, I I really didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, when I when I really got started, um, when I first graduated. I think I saw something about construction like MSNBC. At the time, I didn't know much about construction. I, you know, I I like the way certain buildings look and I thought it was pretty cool, but it wasn't something where I was like, man, this is if I don't do this, I'm not living. So I got into it, you know, I I I made it through, made it through school by the grace of God, got my degree, got, you know, built started building a career in it. But after a while, I felt myself trying to to search for something deep inside something to keep me connected something to continue to drive me and I think what has been driving me recently has just been the challenge of, of being able to succeed and not necessarily the tasks themselves Um, so you know I, I've recently been reevaluating what I when I do for a living and, and what I'm transitioning into and you know what it is that I, I truly want to be a part of versus what I thought I wanted to be a part of due to where Um, where the the market was showing. Um, So I want to say that I really sold out for money, um, because I knew the other other avenue I wanted to take at the time was probably not going to yield a ton. And at the time, my mind was focused on, you know, working a nine to five, doing that until I retire, which is in my like 60s or 70s, and then working, you know, living off of my 401k, my pension, whatever. Um, But growing learning more about myself learning more about society and 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 seeing all these technologies boom more because remember we're we're not old people but we were sort of in the middle between you know flip phones and beepers and you know the rise of the internet and how you can use that to to change your own life so as we were growing and we were learning that in our early 20s we were like oh okay well this is something that we could take advantage of and it's something that's only going to boom because it's, it's, you know, it's revenue driven, it's beneficial. A lot of people have changed their own lives by, you know, working online or, or working for themselves in general. So, you know, seeing something like that and seeing an opportunity, um, and and knowing that time is scarce, it's the one asset that you must make sure to take care of. Um, I was like, okay, well, we'll we'll get started into something like this. We'll push it, and and you know, this is where we are now with the Chromos, where it's like we're we're doing something on the side right now. It's a side hustle in order in order to push it to make it our main hustle. Um, so that's you know that's kind of where we are. And in terms of that passion and the purpose that we have. I think that this is something that we are leaning on a lot and something that comes easy to us, something that we love doing. So it doesn't, this doesn't feel like work, right? I mean, making these podcasts, you know, making the videos, making the posts every day, doing all that with consistency doesn't feel like work. It feels, it feels like life. It feels like living. And I think that's the difference. I think a lot of people, focus more on the the working aspect That's where we like work life balance comes in. And then there's just living where whatever you're doing, you have so much passion for that it feels like it's literally part of your life. It's instead of something that's separate. I mean, we'll see, you know, in terms of in terms of passion, and identifying that purpose, we're, have you been able to do so? And And what was that journey like for you? Yeah, Jamie, I agree with everything you said.
1: Um I, without, you know, rewording it, um, essentially just that. Um, same thing with me, um, you know, down my road, just uh realizing that within the last year or so, in particular, you know, really focusing in, in on where I was, um, assessing how unhappy I was with what I was doing, I had been doing and kind of feeling lost and not knowing what my purpose was, but having a greater sense of feeling that something else is what I'm supposed to be focused on. Like something that I truly enjoy, want to do, um, is, you know, that I'd have a passion for. I just was kind of on autopilot, really, um, for a long time. Um, So, you know, with everything that was transitioning in my life and all the changes that had occurred, I started to really understand, you know, different, parts of my purposes in life. Like, so it's, it's not just one thing. It doesn't always have to be just one thing is what I'm learning now today, where I have different things that I, different aspirations in my mind that i like to, to, to continue to work on. But I know that it's going to take me, uh, getting used to <clears throat> this growth and this new, new journey for me. Uh, where like what you said with the chromas and us really bulking down and investing into something we've been doing for, for years but like to really take it to that next level and understanding like okay what is this is this a hobby or is this a truly a passion
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just to put it out there it'd be blank for everyone and this is something that we you know we are you know beyond passionate about like this is our lifestyle this is our life and uh this is something that we wanted to open to the world and and we'll continuously work at crafting to give the best content to to help others in different avenues. And that for me is big because that is a huge part of my purpose because I am, I look at myself as a beacon in a way of helping others um, do my own experiences. And that's what I have used and channeled that energy into my growth and my story as you all are familiar with enough of at this point where, you know, the transformation of what you see before me is who I truly am have been the entire time and i'm just coming into that um so it was really big jay um Mm -hmm. that i i understood the direction we were headed with this and just other avenues in my life where um you know i'm learning uh like i've been able to have more time into reading uh, which has been enjoyable um just kind of building my own knowledge and investing into me I think that's been a huge thing. It's just investing into myself and I feel so freaking good to do like and uh, rewarding in itself because I, I know that it's only going to help to build me the tools to to gravitate towards the success and different avenues that I'm looking for long term down the line. But right now, is coming into play in fruition where it shows with what we're doing and the efforts that we're making in my personal life, um, my, my mindset and, you know, and just how I'm approaching these things meticulously, even uh, what you said earlier, Jay, in reference of like, you know, us talking about investments and things like that. That's another avenue for me personally, that is, a, you know, something that I gravitate towards and just trying to educate myself to learn more about because that is very important, uh, as we mentioned about. Within all communities, but in our community in particular. But um, I think that is important that you you continuously invest into yourself, you define what your purposes and your passions are, and then you take the tools that you need to lock into getting there. So that's what I'm I'm in the process of doing. But the biggest part of that for me is realizing there are multiple purposes that you can have. You don't only have to focus on one venture. Uh, if you prep yourself. And you go about each one accordingly to what makes sense for you, where you are at that point in, in your life. But ideally, you you never want to stay stagnant. You don't want to be at one place. And that's where I felt like in my being, I just felt like, oh, it was just, I didn't know what it was going to take to get me over that hump. But then life happened, things happened, yeah. and it pushed me in the direction that I needed to be accelerated into. But it was up for me. It was up to me to grab hold of that, to realize that was what was happening to me. So um, as of today, like, yeah, like that's where I'm at, where uh, I'm just investing into myself for for, for what's coming next Um, and just doing the work and I'm utilizing what I'm learning as I'm going along too, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So that's just how it's been, in my opinion, for me, Jay. And um, Yeah. yeah, that's really...
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head, especially when you talked about you having to you having to make the decision to push forward and to to really grasp that that um that mantle, if you will, to be able to to move forward and grow within yourself to understand who you are, to understand who you're becoming, to understand where you're going. I think all of that is important. I think if you have a compass. And you know the direction that you're heading, and you keep heading that direction. Eventually, you'll get to your destination. But you just have to keep pushing. You can't. You can't let the outside distractions or the, you know, the 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 comments from people who have failed to let allow you to deter your own journey. Um, I, I think that's very important, you know. And I think that goes back to building your network, where you're building a, a community, or you you or you enter in the community of like-minded people who have the same goals or either achieving them now or who have achieved it in the past. and can tell you, they can, they can show you the ropes. They can guide you exactly how to get there. But I always, I always found it funny where, you know, whether we put something out there or maybe you put something out there personally, and you tend to get feedback from people who have either never done it or have failed miserably doing it. And, and some people may be bitter, Um, from their experience. So they, they push that bitterness out there they push that negative energy out there. And then all of a sudden you're second, you're second guessing yourself. You're like, oh, well, damn that, that YouTube stuff didn't help them. It didn't work for them. Now they hate YouTube. Ah, Damn. I wonder if I should hate YouTube too, or whether it's podcasting, you know, whatever, whatever that avenue is. You have to be sure that you are secure enough in your position, secure enough in what your goals are and what your abilities are that you know you could push past through those failures. I, I, I I got news for you. anybody out there that's going into their own venture, doing whatever you're doing, you're going to fail. There is probably going to be a chance that you fail miserably and you're probably going to fail more than you succeed. But that's all part of the journey. Literally anybody who has ever been successful has had to go through that. Even the ones that you would consider an overnight success, that overnight success was maybe three or four or five years in the making. You just weren't able to see that struggle from the beginning. But everybody has this journey to take, and everybody has to become comfortable with that growth. And I think initially that holds a lot of people back because growth, when when you are when you were looking to grow, you were looking to get into 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 spaces. That are very uncomfortable for you to stay in, um, meaning that it might it might bring out your insecurities that you have. You may feel like there's some sort of imposter syndrome going on, where you're like, "Oh, I, I don't, I don't belong here," or "They're gonna find me out. They're gonna see I'm not an expert in this or that. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about." Um, but there, what's gonna happen is that you're going to you're going to continue to ask questions. You're going to t- continue to grow in this community. You're going to continue to build with other people around you, and eventually, you're going to get to a level where you can be very comfortable with what you bring to the table. Because there's nothing, there's nothing that um, that's more infectious or that you can feel more than confidence. If if somebody walks in the room, head shoulders held up high, they got a good swag to them, got a good smell, got to br- bring a good aura. The whole the whole room changes, right? You feel the energy in the room change. You're like, oh man, this guy is this guy is special. He's about about it, right? But then on the flip side, if you have somebody that walks in a room, and their head is down, they're not, not making eye contact with anyone, they they all disheveled, they probably just woke up out of bed, didn't even brush their teeth, didn't get any morning coffee. You can see the energy change there too. You could see you could you could feel the entire energy in the room, that confidence dies, the energy dies the conversations aren't bouncing off of each other the ideas aren't flowing it's just different so what i what i'm saying is that when you are when you are building this network or when you are joining one that's established you have to learn how to be comfortable with growth you have to learn how to take constructive criticism and implement it in your life you have to you have to understand that the people in a network have either been there or are there now so they can give you the best advice based on what is going on rather than somebody who's never touched it or who has just tapped the surface and bounced away. So it is, it is vital that you become very, very comfortable with growth. Um, I know initially it's very tough. I know initially it's uncomfortable. You got to stretch beyond your limitations. But once you do that, um, you can now look back at your limitations and say, wow, I can't believe I, I've gotten so far. Um, and you can do that with joy. We can do it with pride, um, and it's a great feeling, man, to know that you've come from something and to to be where you are today. Um, is a feeling that you're that you've always want to capture. Um, and back to back to something else that you did say, Will. See, I think, I think playing the long game is very important when it comes to building your network. I think when when you mentioned something like building a lot of people don't realize that it takes a long time, right? Because the people the people who you're going to be building your network around, I'm assuming they're going to be, again, they're going to be high net worth people. They're going to be people of high intelligence because of course you want to strive for something. You want to strive for goals in places that you've never been. So whether you're in the you know, whether you're going to the, inter- the entrepreneurship route, whether you're still working your nine to five, like you're going to want to be around people who are smarter than you, who are more experienced than you, who are better than you at what you were trying to do. And in in all that, it's going to take a lot of time to build up that experience, to build up that know-how, uh, because there's nothing like experience, right? There, there are certain things that we'll see you've experienced in your life and I've experienced in mine. That we can talk to only because we experienced it, you know. This there, reading a book about it can go so far. Listening to other people talk about it can go so far. You literally have to live it in order to understand how to maneuver through it. Um, so I think I think you have to understand, just like just like with investing. I know we mentioned that earlier. Um, when it comes to investing in stocks or anything like that, it's important that you understand what that long game is. It's important that you that you. You know, you, you you do some analysis on where you're going and what you're getting yourself into, um, so that you can understand that this is something that I'm gonna be around for the next 15, 20, 25 years. This is gonna make up who I am. This is gonna be my career. These people that I'm sitting in a circle with are going to be the people that I surround myself with for the rest of my life, so to speak. So we'll see. You know, I, I think I think it's important that. Um, playing the long game is something that people, people really tend to understand. I mean, you know, your journey again to get where you are today was not an overnight thing. Um, and it was something that, you know, you've even worked through in the past, but then it's, you know, the, the, habits, the habits that you've created now weren't necessarily there then. So now what you're able to do is like all these things you you even said you ran, you know, what I'm saying you ran a a 10k before you went to go get this, this vaccine shot, you know, you couldn't see yourself doing that a year and a half ago, like that, that would have been absolutely unheard of. So, you know, I think, I think playing the long game, you have to understand that it's going to take some time, man, if you're investing in a passion. If you're investing in something with you know, time, money, all of that energy into one thing or two things or three things, whatever you're doing, it's important that you realize that it's going to take a long time. Now, look, it's tough for me to say that. And then you guys go on TikTok or you go on IG or you go on any of these social media apps and you see people maybe 10, 15 years younger than you who have probably just hit 19 or 20 that are making millions of dollars doing almost nothing. I mean, I've seen, I've seen TikToks where people are doing this and that thing has like over 700,000 views. And I'm sitting here like, what, did I miss something? Is this this where we are? So I, I, I want to let you know that these, these sort of instances are somewhat of an anomaly. I think that, I think that what's happening is that, that sort of that sort of space is starting to get really saturated with a lot of people who are they're moving away from their actual talents and, and trying to make a quick buck by investing a ton of time making videos that have no value. Um, so, again, what I want to say is if you if you're really going to get into something that you're passionate about, even if you're passionate about entertaining people on TikTok, you have to understand that you have to play the long Game. That's the only way to survive. Even the ones that are making millions now. Look, TikTok gets shut down tomorrow. Then what? What happens to all that money you've, you've you've received? What happens to all the endorsements you have? Right? It goes away. There's nothing. There's nothing that's there left for you. So you have to understand that investing is important. You have to understand building that network around you is important. Building people that will help build you up and encourage you to continue to push forward. All of that's important. So ladies and gentlemen, please please play the long game. We'll see. I mean, do you, do you firmly believe that playing the long game would lead to long-term success? Again, I know I, I fight against saying that because you, again, you see a lot of people getting success really quick, but fighting against that sort of that, that, that theory that's building now versus playing that long game and sticking with something for a very long time to build a foundation and build a home and, and build a a legacy on something. It seems like that's something that's now yesterday's news. It seems like it's something that no, nobody wants to do anymore. I mean, do you firmly believe in playing the long game?
1: Um, For me, I'd say, yeah, in a way where um, you don't only want to provide that consistency on that path, but you want to adapt and you want to evolve yourself through the process of staying the course and where you're trying to go. Mm. Um, no successful business stays around simply by just being as they are today. That's mm. just the truth of it. And a lot of these, like what Jay's referencing, a lot of these people, a lot of these anomalies, they phase out very fast because they, they don't have a, a core. They don't have um, you know the right tools to, to, to produce the longevity necessary to be relevant long-term right so i think for me um i would have to agree with the concept of the long game in the way where as long as you are diligent in finding ways to revolutionize what your purposes are and what you're working on for what you what you're into mm. and and use those methods to to make it better as you go along you'll be around mm. um that is the difference where I mean, I don't want to put certain brands out there, but let's be real here. Like, look at something as simple as McDonald's. Yeah. I, I, I went back, I've done my research on McDonald's. That's another part of this process for me, Yeah. where I've been educating myself on businesses and things like that. And mm-hmm. just looking at their history and you look at what they offer mm-hmm. and they've been around for so long and they're global. Mm-hmm. But if you pay attention to what they've done, mm-hmm. though it may seem very simple, things are very simplistic with what they offer, but mm-hmm. they were very meticulous about how they've adapted their process and their method and what they produce and what they provide to the mm-hmm. consumer. So it's awesome to see that because it, it, it just, it's a, that's a, that's a good blueprint to show you like, Hey guys, the long-term does work because we do yep. know there are other businesses, no offense out in that realm, because that's not something I specialize in, but right, right, right. they don't last long. They fizzle mm-hmm. through because they don't adapt and they don't adjust and they don't stick to what what McDonald's started with essentially mm-hmm. is the same thing of what they're doing now. It is. That's an example of a long game. Like mm-hmm. you play the odds in a way where you invest into yourself, you invest into what you're doing and you you bring out. They obviously there's still a passion enough for it, mm-hmm. for it with the people in the right positions to revolutionize it, to be what it is today. Right. Um, but that took time. Uh, that took effort that took the right team the right networking the right people to back and believe in what you're doing the right people who are on the same agenda Um, at the end of the day for in that sort of instance there is a bottom dollar to be made right and I've spent a bulk of my personal career in business so like I understand that concept very well uh, how that goes and the bottom dollar what what needs to happen to generate those sort of results but in truth it does go back to just making sure that you are investing into yourself into your brand and building the right tools to to grow inward so that you can have that reflect on what you have outward so for the youtubers or whomever else is out there like the ones that you see around longevity are the ones who are doing the constant work to to evolve their product and what they're offering in their content idealistically this is what we're doing and yep. what we plan to continue to do with the Chromis, um, because you know we r- rather than look at it simply as a, as just a product, we are a community too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's like uh, you know there are definitely different avenues that you'll see as we grow that will become more uh, interactive with our Chromis community. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. Understanding those sort of things and knowing the direction that we're planning to go, at least have an idea and and, and putting projection in place and doing the work to get it to be to where we want it to be by investing to ourselves and having that long term chart charted out of how we're going to take the steps to get there as we build ourselves, build the right team with us to give what we can to everyone and, and truly make a difference is how we're going to impact our legacy and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jay, I, I, I do wholeheartedly believe in that process and and, and without a history has shown that does not fail. Mm-hmm. If done uh, right consistently, and if it's truly a passion and you are really investing into what you're doing, those results will generate um, unless you just want something like a, a quick fix, right? It, what you get, get in, get out. Okay. Yep. It works sometimes majority of the time it don't. Right. So those are anomalies, like what Jay said, it's true. But just think about how the statistics of that being the chance for you mm-hmm. and what you've seen with these young folks and what's captivating their, the attention of the masses, right? So it's like certain, you know, you got to think about that too. Um, but overall, the work could get you there if done right the worker get you there, the right people, the, the right team you build around you, the right networking, like-minded individuals that all have the same objective. Yeah. Um, so it's really imperative that you think about those things, you know, you, you, you build off having people in your inner circle you can grow from, you know, you can contribute, but you can grow from, it's always important. Um, you know, if you feel as though you're the, <laughs> no disrespect to anyone, but if you feel like you're the, the apex of knowledge and wealth and what you can learn and get from your group, and you've outgrown them probably. I'm not saying that you gotta like distance yourself with them being friends, but you need to kind of assess where you are, what your likes, dislikes are, what your passions are, and see how you can meet like-minded folks like that. Because in truth, in my life, that's what I'm doing. I've I've detached myself from folks who aren't where I need to be to help me grow. Because if you're not doing the work for you, you're not loving yourself the right way. The things that are I hold as embodiments to me and my projection of growth, I don't have time for that for you. I'll love you from a distance, but I, I, get, I can only invest into me with those who are willing to invest into themselves. So it's like, I, I understand that now, I understand the importance of it. And it doesn't make you wrong for feeling this way. You want growth and you need like-minded people that's going to help you get there yep. um, together. So it's like, it's really important to analyze that, you know, and then and in truth, your interests will align with each other enough that you'll just, you'll click and it'll happen and you'll grow. Um, but you know, that's why I met with the J that's really what I think if I had to offer anything to our Chroma fan, um,
0: it's just those things there. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny that you, um, that you, that you mentioned McDonald's. I I did, I did read it. I believe it was in E-Myth. I think it was, it was one of those books that I read about the story of McDonald's and, and the system they created, It's it's really incredible. Um, It's 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 something that many companies since McDonald's have mirrored in building their own intricate systems in order to grow and to to be able to multiply to a to a degree like McDonald's has. I mean, I can I can I can be in Maryland. I could be in Montana. I could be in California. Those burgers taste just about the same. Those fries are heated just about the same same amount of salt. Same amount of cat, like all of all of those things are just about the same. So there's a formula that McDonald's has created for for all of their all of their meals, all of their products, anything, right? It's 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 what they do, and they have been able to multiply that to a, an incredibly successful rate. Now I, I, I have nothing to say about the food. I'm not even going to go into a topic like that. But the system itself of the business behind McDonald's is incredible. And if you wanna if you wanna look at a business that has just, you know, has been able to stay not just relevant, but at, at the top level of fast food restaurants, you look no further than the McDonald's. They've done an incredible job with their marketing. They've done an incredible job at um, taking the taking the mystery out of what you're going to get, right? There's nothing worse than going to McDonald's in Maryland, getting a Big Mac, but then going to Virginia and your Big Mac tastes like deer meat, right? And you're like, what the hell's going on? I didn't expect this. I expected the same Big Mac that I got in Maryland and that's what I want. Right. So they've been able to do that from wherever you are in the world. They've been able to, they've been able to master that art. And I think it's important that people look at something like that and say, wow, okay, they played the long game. They invested in what they were doing and here they still are at the top of their game. Many, 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 many decades later. So um, I, yeah, when I, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, yeah, that is a, that is a great example of playing the long game. And, you know, of course, when it comes to this, when it comes from a we always want to give you solution based things that you can implement today. So that means on Sunday, once you're done hearing this, you can literally go ahead and start building your network. This is, this is free game y'all. Like this is, we're giving this to you for free, right? Like there, there are certain people out there that would charge you thousands to do it and God bless them, right? But we want to give you this game for free because we want to see you level up. We want to see people in our community level up. We want to see people in our community community continue to grow. So what we've been able to do is, is think about really five tips. I want to say it's about five tips where you can, you can use to build your network today. Literally from scratch, if you don't know anybody um, that could push you towards your goals, regardless of what you want to do in life, this right here is the blueprint that you should follow. And of course, in the podcast, you know, this is something that we'll, we'll be able to put in our, in our caption area so you can just jot this down and think about it, take it home with you, meditate on it, marinate on it, make sure it, it really works for you and just take action. That's, that's the only way that you'll be able to succeed is if you take action in what we're saying. That is the difference between those who make it and those who do not. So the very first tip that I think I could provide for you guys is, is something that we push to do every single week that we do this, and that's to provide value. Um, we provide value through our podcast. We provide value through our IG posts that we do every day we provide, you know, we provide a ton of value in terms of the fitness realm where will see going out there. He's crushing it. He's running, he's doing all this every day. He's, he's video he's, he's put going on live and doing it itself, And he's showing you these keys. He's showing you these things that you can also implement in your life that day and see some type of improvement, whether you, whether your, your lung capacity gets a little bit better or that, that that sort of that those joints, your knees, are, are, are starting to to feel a little less pressure because you lost some pounds. Like all of those things, um, could be considered value that we are providing for you. So the same thing goes when you're when you're trying to head into a network or you're trying to build a network. What are you bringing to the table? What could you actually say? This is what I do best. This is how I could allow myself to level up and push others to level up. This is how I can do it, right? How are you providing that value? Um, I think it's also important to attend some of these networking events that are within your interests. Now, when I was a little bit younger, um, and I just started getting into stocks, I took it upon myself to go to this, there was was this convention in DC, um, it was some sort of networking event, um, that had to do with finance, finances, and learning more about investing, learning more about stocks. Um, I mean, I remembered it was a hot summer day. I wore a black suit to it. You know, you had to come professional. You had to, you had to look like you were about it. And you know, I was able to, I was able to leave there and fully understand how to get involved with investing. And then from then on, I got into E Trade. I started putting money in. I started studying, doing technical analysis, and all that stuff. So I knew that when I was going to be able to share the knowledge that I learned, whether it's with E, whether it's with Will C, I am now not just providing that value, right? That That's literally tip number one that I mentioned. I am bringing something to the table that other people can learn from me on, while they are also bringing something to the table that I can learn about from them. And we can level each other up, right? We can build our network through that. So make sure to attend networking, networking events um, that are within your interest. When you're there, don't just go there to show up, get a bottle of water, you know, get a pamphlet or something and leave. Dive in, ask questions, right? Raise your hand when some of these experts are like, hey, you know, does anybody have any questions? Do, be the only one in that room raising your hand. I'm sure people will look at you strange and like, why does this guy keep asking questions? What is he trying to show off? Forget them. This is about, this is about your growth, right? This is about where you want to go. So be sure that you're that you're making legitimate connections. Make sure that if there's a, a roundtable set, not a roundtable session, but a breakout session, where you're able to to speak to others, ask them about. Be be genuine about it, right? Ask some of these people. What what are you doing for a living? You know what 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 is your what is your portfolio looking like? What is some advice you can get, right? Just ask questions. Continue to grow. Continue to build through these networking events, and eventually you'll get to a point where you're now giving out that advice, where you're now you are now reaping the benefits of working so hard and building so many times that now you can level up, right? So uh, another tip that we can give you um, would be to to find a mentor. Now this this one. This one is a little bit interesting, uh, because I, I think in some in some instances it, you can't really just sit down and email somebody and say, "Hey, can you be my mentor?" It doesn't necessarily work out that way. I think when you are networking, when you're building your network, when you're going to these events, you'll find people out there that you can that you can have some type of relationship with. You know, there's some there's something that you may have in common, whether it's sports whether it's, you know, maybe you both have two sons or you have three kids or you both live in an area like it is about relationship building. But typically, the person that you're building that relationship with might be a little bit higher than you are on the totem pole. And they may be closer to the goals that you're trying to achieve. So it's it's somewhat like it would be somewhat of a friend who is more experienced than you, in that particular realm, um, somebody who is willing to to push you hard, to hold you accountable, I feel as though that's what a mentor would be. Um, and we'll see. I think I think when it comes to to mentorship, I think it's best that you look at it as somewhat of a big brother or big sister role um, that somebody's playing for you, right? I don't think they're necessarily like a drill sergeant or a drill instructor or somebody who is barking orders at you to do things, but I think while they're also continuing to level up, they want to see you succeed too. Do you, do you believe that? No, I agree completely with you. Um,
1: I, I think it's good to look at it in that way. I think, I think in most instances, you gravitate more towards that way naturally, you know, right. from one who has lesser knowledge than the other and whatever that particular area that, uh, you know, is worth you, you seeking in knowledge in, um, ideally you do kind of, uh, you know, look more towards that person in that way. It's a big brother, big sister sort of approach. Um, right. I think that happens naturally.
0: Um, it's a mutual respect sort of thing. Um, but I agree with you entirely on that, Jay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's, I think, you know, you know, I, I, do, I would consider, you know, in terms of investing and, you, and, and here's the thing too, you can have different mentors for different Areas of your life, right? It doesn't, you don't have you don't need to have a global mentor who mentors you on every specific subject because they're probably not going to be experts in those either. Right. I consider my my one cousin my mentor when it comes to investing because I know I know the work he's put in. He's the one that put me onto a lot of things. Um, and I continue to go to him for advice, for questions. And hey, look, I, I don't consider myself an investment pro, but I have been doing this for quite some time and I'm experienced in it. But even though that is the case, I am always humbling myself to those who know more than me. And you, again, this goes back to being comfortable with growth, right? I have to be comfortable enough to call up my cousin, hey, cuz, look, I, I, I don't know I don't know about, that much about these stocks or these bonds. Dude, could you, could you spend some time, help me out? I need some advice here. Like you you want to be able to have that type of relationship with your mentor where they're able to give you that advice but you're able to give them something back in return, right? Um, it's, it's a value exchange, if you will. Um, so always make sure that when you are looking for a mentor, which you probably already have one in your life now, um, make sure that's, that, that's what you're looking for in a mentor. Um, make sure it's someone who, you know, you can, you can build a long-term relationship with. Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at my mentor as, as just a teacher or just a, you know, a drill instructor or somebody who is barking orders at me or not, you know, not living a life that you want to live or you eventually want to get to. Um, they have to. They have to be all of those things, but they're also specific to that niche or to that passion or to that purpose that you're trying to get into. Um, another, another tip that, that we can give you today would be to encourage your own network to network right? So if you have a, a group of people, you know, uh, that you've already built, let's say you've established your own network, uh, you've made a group on Facebook, and you, you have that network of people as your admins on that. So you can bring other people in, make sure they're also growing themselves, and they're helping others grow, right? This would be the only time I would encourage that you go to Pyramid scheme out here. <laughs> <laughs> where where you have the people at the top, and you you go out, and you recruit others, and you bring others into your circle. Again, we're not. I'm not saying create a pyramid scheme, but that would be a flow to follow if you're getting your own network to network. Do you believe that I'm saying that right, Will? I mean, again, I, I
1: get where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I get yeah. you. I get what you're okay. saying. I yeah. did, I'm
0: glad you cleared that up
1: though, because it did sound like it was going in that direction. But I got you.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. We're not. We're not going that route. I'm not saying that, but. If you look at that, if you look at that model, you would see that they're, you know, they're bringing other people in. But I think the difference between what they do and what we're advising is that you're bringing in people that are truly like-minded. You're bringing in people that also truly provide value, not not someone that you know from the past that could, you know, you could possibly sell to. Like this has nothing to do with that. This is you're bringing in your, you know, you're bringing in people in your in your your outer circle, if you will, that have, you know, that have gone on to do great things. Some may have become doctors, some are CEOs of companies, and you know them, and you're like, hey, we are building a mastermind group, we are building something here that we want to be able to, you know, continue to build and continue to build this network. And we want to make sure that you as being part of our network is also going out and going to some of the friends that you know that are also great people right other ceos other vps you know other other celebrities maybe Uh, wherever whatever your wheelhouse is make sure that your network is also doing some of their work too that will allow the network that you've built to to grow astronomically so here you are at the top of your pyramid and that thing is just going to grow out as as wide and as broad as it possibly can, and the last thing I could say, man, is I would say that genuine follow-ups is one thing that I think is missed in our in our society today. Um, with Acromis, what we've been able to do is with anyone who has taken the time out to to hit that follow button on our IG. I am always sure. And if I missed you, I apologize. I promise I'll get back to you. But what we do is we send you a note, right? It's a message. It's not a sales message. It's not something that is going to push you away. We write, and we wrote, we write, we made sure that we were able to write an encouraging message to you once you followed us. Because we believe in building this community of like-minded people. We believe in establishing a point to, to show that we want to provide value for you. And if you follow us, you are going to be sure to, to not only get value, but to take that value and use it in your life today. So I, I truly believe in genuine follow-ups because that follow-up that we provide to you is one that is genuine. It's from our heart. It's something that we wanted to make sure that you knew about us when you joined, right? We're not, we're, we're very, we're very different in our approach um, when it comes to building healthy habits and enhancing productivity and, and making sure that our community is flourishing the way that we would like it to, um, we truly believe that building a network of, of like-minded people, of sound-minded people, of people who really want to achieve their goals is something that is of utmost importance to us. So um, if those are the five tips, or those, if those are the only things that you take away from this podcast today being, you know, making sure that you provide value, making sure that you attend networking events that are within your interests, finding a mentor, encouraging your own network to network, and then genuine follow-ups. Let let the let those five things be the things that you take away that you can implement in your life today and continue to build your network to achieve your goals. We'll see. I mean, I, I think I think that what we've gone over here today has been of an incredible value. And I think that those who do hear this will be able to take what they have learned today and implement it in their lives. Is there, is there any advice that you would give from some of the experience that you have had rebuilding your own network and your personal life that you could you could say, hey, try this out as well? do this as well. This is what, this is how I've been able to succeed. This is how you can succeed. Uh Thanks, Jay. Um,
1: I'll keep it simple and sweet. Get out of your own way. Mm. Just that. Mm. That's the biggest thing I'd say from my own experience is what wow. I tell myself um part of you know i have my affirmations but that falls in line you know with just protecting my state of being in a way where i have to get out of my own way sometimes because you know as jace mentioned earlier when you when you go to these seminars and you're there and you're listening and you're learning and you you're afraid to ask the question to not be that guy or that Mm -hmm. that that girl right Right. get out of your own way be fearless Mm -hmm. like you only have one life to live, right? That we know yeah. of. Live it your way. Be fearless. Grow. Mm. Get out of your own way. Yep. And, and for me, I think that's the biggest telltale sign to all of those things, to all of those tips that we can build within the network itself. But you got to do, you got to be able to take the step. You got to take the leap. Um. And that's why I'm at in my life where I'm fearless now in a way where I, I take the step. I take it and I don't. It's irrelevant to me and what anyone else is going to think or feel about it uh, because I have to pres- persevere and move forward for what I want and what right. my goals and my aspirations are. So in those instances, you got to get out of your own way.
0: Right. You I gotta- absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. I think, you know, all of those, the thing too, I mean, all of those tips are action items, right? This is not just something you write down and, and throw in your notebook for later. I mean, do this now. There's nothing stopping you. (laughs) There's literally literally nothing. If you have access to internet, if you have access to people, human beings, you can do this now. Absolutely. No reason. There's no reason why you can't. So with with all that being said, as we do every single week, every single week, um, we want to bring this back to you. Tell us if you have a network right now, if you have a network of people who are blossoming, people who are growing, people who are achieving. Look, I've, I've got some WhatsApp groups in, 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 in this phone here that, um, you know, a lot of these folks, and I, I'd want to bring you in as soon as we, you know, start talking more and more about stocks. Like we, yeah. that's all we do. Our, our group, our group name is literally money, money, money. Cause that's, hey, <laughs> that's man. all we're, that's all we're thinking. So you know exactly what you're going to get when you get into this group, right? We're sharing information, we're, we're, we're reading articles daily. We're learning how to build wealth like that. That is what all of this is about, man. That's good. Once you, once you understand the, the, the beauty and the structure and the power that your network can have, you can achieve your goals and watching everybody in your circle achieve their goals is one of the most beautiful things that you can possibly see. It is. I, I got to tell you, man, and I know we'll see you're the same. You're the same way. Yeah. Like when you see somebody crush their goals, when you see somebody on this on a massive weight loss journey or a, a mental health journey where they com- they do a complete 180 from where you used to see them, it yeah. is a beautiful thing. And when when they when they say, "Man, a has helped me do this," I I literally get teary eyed. My <laughs> my my stomach gets in knots, man, because that is exactly why we're doing this that's the only reason why we're doing this is because of that. We love to see people level up. We love to see people succeed. That's what keeps us going. If you wanna wanna understand why we're on episode 16 now, we have not skipped a beat. We have not skipped a week is because you guys are keeping us going. You are the fuel that feeds us. And we continue to feed off of your energy. And we hope that we are providing the right amount of energy so that you can do the exact same. So again, tell us, Tell us how your network has helped achieve your goals. Mm -hmm. You can send us a DM. You can comment underneath the right underneath our caption. Once this, once this podcast hits, you can do it on YouTube. You can do it on IG. You can do it on Facebook. Our Facebook needs some love y'all. Our Facebook needs some love. (laughs) 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 So if you want to give us some love on Facebook, please do it. You can do it on Spotify. You can do it wherever you can hear your podcast. Um, so again, you know, tell us how your network has helped achieve your goals, bro. Because this, this again, we're all in this together. We're all building together. We're all striving for greatness. And we want to make sure that you are well equipped to do that thing. Absolutely. I think
1: that's well said, Jay. Um, Absolutely, I mean, you told the folks how they could reach us. You,
0: you just told them. So yeah, yeah that I mean, you know. Look again. Look, for those who are joining us for the first time, again, we want to thank you for being here. And I am I'm not gonna yell at you for not understanding our name for not knowing how to spell it. A C H R O M O U S. But you can find us anywhere. For those who have been following us from day one, if you're still if you still don't know how to spell this, I do not know what's wrong with you. I am I am very upset with you on this Sunday. I do not want to be upset. But, man, if you have not followed us yet, you are doing yourself a great disservice, ma'am or sir. Please, A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S, fitness. We are everywhere. Google yeah. us. Type us in on Google and follow us there. Hey, follow if us. You're anyway. on YouTube, I got to yes. say this, J, subscribe. We There's need subscribers, subscribers as it's well. It's in the bio. It's in the it's bio. In, click the bio. Hit subscribe, y'all. <laughs> y'all can get this for free every every single Sunday you can get this. Yes. This is for, This is for your mentals. That's why we chose Sunday, right? It's right. It's it's right when you're about to get into the new week. You're mm-hmm. about to start over, fresh. You're about to start over. Why not start over with the Absolutely, yeah. What? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> why would you not do it? Why would you not? It is the one thing that you can do on a Sunday besides going to church, besides really getting yourself tuned up for the week. Add a chromosome into your life, y'all. It'll we'll be, be here. here. We'll you be will here. Always be here. We're not going anywhere. That's the other you thing. Might too. as well get used to us. Yes. Get used to this voice. Get used to that voice. Get used to this. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. So again, follow us. A-C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. Click that link in the bio. It'll take us right to our YouTube. Subscribe, baby. Subscribe. That's what helps us build this channel. Yes. You can see us on Spotify. You can hear us on, you know, all these other all these other avenues you can get us, man. So there's no reason why you should not bless yourself with a little bit of a chromis in your life, man. (laughs) It's only a matter of time. Only a matter of time, man. And you know, I think speaking of only being a matter of time, Mm. I fear we'll see, uh, you know, I I don't fear much in this world. You know, I, I I hate spiders. I hate bees. I, 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 I used to hate raccoons. Not so much anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but but the one thing that i am starting to to strongly dislike is where our society is with difficult conversations. Mm. I think that we were we used to be so much better. We used to be able to sit there at a table with people we'll disagree with on on many many different topics, right? Not just politics, yeah. but but whatever the topics would be, right. Mm -hmm. I'd say, bro, you're wrong. I think you're wrong because X, Y, Z. You'll say, bro, I think you're wrong because X, Y, Z. At -hmm. the end of the day, we'll disagree to disagree. We go, we go to the gym and get in and and get it in. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Nothing changes. Right. But I'm starting to see a transition in our society today where those who are disagreeing with a wave, with a, with a wave of, of, of people of ideals they're getting completely they're getting complete they're getting they're drowning let me just put it that way they're drowning they're not able to come out and and say certain things that will challenge your thought process not and look i'm not saying i'm not saying that people should be able to to make racist comments or sexist comments or or just be rude or be you know be douchebags for just a. There's no room for that at all. No, that's not what we're pushing here. But what we're saying is that if there is a concept, if there is an ideal that you could disagree with, and and still be able to shake that person's hand at the end of this debate that you may be having and go about your own way, that is where we used to be in society. We were able to do that and 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 be able to to, to go through the day without hating our brethren or hating our sisters or hating yeah. the the next human you know your neighbors like but the times have changed man it's like there's this there's this cancel culture that's out there now that is absolutely this it's disrupting productivity it's disrupting progression it's 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 changing the lives of many people i've seen i've seen people Get canceled for just having an opinion that is different than the opinion of the masses, and I think that is that is incredibly bad for our society. Um, and look i don't want to I don't want de- to dig too much into this right now because, of course, this will be available Sunday. But I just want to leave you guys one thing to think about: either you will live. You will you you would you would live long enough to see yourself become an issue because of something that arises that is no longer something that is looked at as being perverse or or being something that is not the norm. Um, you will you'll end up being on the opposite side and when that happens you'll then see it from a different perspective if you are in a certain group now that is part of a wave that is pushing society in a specific direction there's going to be a time where something else pops up right what whatever the next whatever the next social thing that comes up you're you're going to you're going to be faced with either being a part of that movement or being against it now If you are against it, you will then be part of the cancellation that you are also pushing. So I I want to say that this sort of thing is going to hurt a lot of people. Um, It's also going to help a lot of people. And ultimately, I just hope it encourages a lot of people to, to, to look at where we're going, to look at what we're doing. And say, well, maybe, maybe we should learn how to have discussions that can allow us to grow as as humans, as a society, um, versus what we're doing now by by placing people in a bubble, um, because that bubble is going to burst. And if if we don't know how that bubble is going to burst, then we don't understand how we're going to prepare ourselves. Um, society's getting really scary i believe there's an underground web of of people or movements that we have yet to hear about because again when you cancel something it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't die it just becomes hidden right yeah i mean think of think of the civil rights movement back then right it wasn't like all right on this day we are no longer going to be segregated You don't think that many of the people who believed in that just died that day or they disappeared. No, they found different ways to do what they were doing before. And this is exactly what's going to happen here. You can't push people out of existence. They're just going to exist somewhere else until they're able to wield the power that you were trying to fight against. So again, Sunday, we'll dive more into this. We'll dive more into how cancel culture is disrupting progression in our society, as humans, as a nation, um, as a world, because it's, it is, it isn't just happening here. It's happening. It's happening all over. So I think, I think this is a very important topic to tackle. And next Sunday, guys, I, we want to be able to tackle this with you. Um, so once again, you know who we are, man, I am J H Gibbons. And we'll see. And until next Sunday, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy, enjoy, Enjoy everything, man. Get on that coin, too. If you have not done so yet, get on that coin. Money to be made. That's all we got to say, man. <laughs> blessings to you. Blessings to your family. Until next Sunday. Peace. Peace.